Welcome to Comic Book Zero. I am Mr. Nappy, comic book aficionado of anything Marvel. And I am Chuck Flamingo, and I am not, which makes me the perfect person to go to the fringes of the Marvel Universe and bring back an artifact to my expert here to see if I found a hero or a zero. And this time I decided that we're going to try to do something real, not like these other comic books that Chuck always brings to the table here. So. Well, you just wanted to educate me about what a real comic book is like. So you gave me volume two yes. of the Ultimates. Yeah. So give volume me Volume two. Yeah. Not volume one. Yeah, because you can just pick up. Because you don't need to start at the beginning. Story. Exactly. It's a whole new story. It's so, a whole new story. Okay. So what did you think of it? I felt very uncomfortable through the whole thing. For real? Yes. Okay, so th this team is called the Ultimates. Yeah. From what I know, uh, the Ultimates is uh, it's Captain America, Hulk, Ant-Man, Iron Man, <laughs> Hawkeye, and Black Widow. Now, the Avengers, the movie, they are Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, Hawkeye, and Black Widow. And the first time around, and Thor. Thor's on both teams. So what the hell is the difference between the Ultimates and the Avengers? The Ultimates is the modern-day version of, like, it's their idea of these Avengers were made, like, 50, 60 years ago. And they came out, great comic book, blah, blah, blah. But now... They wanted to make it more modern, like, things that were more believable for our time. More believable. So, so they actually try to incorporate a lot of different new events, things that happen around now, um, tech, TV shows, everything that's the new millennium. So that's basically what they represent as a new millennium. A lot of things got rebooted at the turn of this new century, and this is one of those things. The Avengers is a brilliant, brilliant comic book has a lot of feelings. You still have the Boy Scout Captain America. They still go back and do his past, just almost like identical to the movie. Yeah. Um, the Iron like Man armor's a little bit different. Looks like more like a beetle. His, his, a little his bit, head yeah. shape is not like what you see on the uh, silver screen, uh, which is a traditional Iron Man um, uniform. But this is more of a up-to-date, like, what would it be like if the guy was actually in the suit? This is what he'd probably look like. Um, Thor is like a crazed dude. They don't believe that he's actually a god. Yeah, I found that like, weird. Yeah, I thought that nobody believes that he's a god like, until he actually does well, stuff okay. that's godlike, and you're like, oh. If well. no one believes him, why is he there in the facility in the first place? Like, he has a meeting with Nick Fury. He, there's a scene where he walks with Nick Fury, and Nick Fury's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, I just battled a dragon. And Nick Fury's like, sure, buddy, sure. Because he's got powers, he can fly, he can do things like a normal, super powered person. Wait, wait, but, 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 but the idea that this guy has been around for a long time and he's a Norse god, people go, yeah, whatever. Okay, so they believe that he's a Norse god, but they think he's crazy no, battling they dragons. He's a superhero who's he's, just crazy. He's just crazy. Okay, he's got a lot of ability. He can fly. He can wield. Was lightning. that explained in Volume One? Yes, he was explained. It doesn't. You could pick it up and see what they're telling. Like, yeah, well, right. I, I just thought they thought he was a crazy person, and this crazy person, I guess, through some rich uncle, was somehow allowed to access his top secret facility. Things started with like this nine eleven memorial service by Captain America because the Hulk and killed a lot of people. Everyone's crying. They don't like the Hulk, and he eats people. The Hulk eats people. He ate the main bad guy alien at the end, and the ending I have a lot of problems with. I love the fact that he ate the dude. Ate his brains, man. It's that weird awesome. that the Hulk ate people. Why? Why is it weird? That I don't know. It's like he's just anger and smashes things. Savage. Yeah, he's a monster savage. I never considered him to be hungry at any time. You know what? If you look back at the at Robert Louis Stevenson's Jekyll and Hyde, what was Jekyll and Hyde like? Jekyll and Hyde, he's this really cool scientist, and this scientist had a 
took his formula and he grew up into this monster that did all these gruesome things. Same concept with the Hulk. It's well, always been a concept. The, the uh, Jack and Hyde was a play on the Freudian um, Ed and um, and the Ed, Ed and Eddie. No, no, the, the Ed, 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 the Ed, which is the un- uncontrollable primal force of the human psyche. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, Ms., uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde was um, supposed to be representative of that end. That's why all he did was murder and have sex with prostitutes and then murder the prostitutes. Hulk didn't murder any prostitutes. He's just a guy who's angry all the time and he just eats and gets offended if you call him gay. Or somebody messes with, or you, oh. you, you talk about his manhood. I don't know why that joke was even in there. It's it like, was Captain America was like, hey, Hulk, you know that guy over there? He called you a sissy. He says you're gay. <laughs> and then, like, Hulk goes, no, Hulk is straight. You so a giant raging Hulk monster will always be heterosexual. Listen, all... We're never going to have a pansexual David Banner or... Is David Banner? Bruce Banner. You're thinking of, you're okay. thinking of the TV show. Okay. Dave Bruce David Banner. His name. So I, I love the old version. I love the new version because the characters are kind of similar, but it's a darker version of it. More gritty, edgy. They can go into but, issues and themes and topics that the Marvel, that the, the comic book code wasn't able to do before. Okay, so the main plot of the whole thing in Volume Two, mm-hmm. all right, was a an alien race that's been trying to take over the world for a while is secretly hiding themselves amongst the population of the Earth. And now they're enacting their master plan after 70 years, because Captain America thwarted him the first time around, to finally take over the world. Near the end, when they start their plan, they get word from the other alien races, like, hey, we've been effing up uh, across the galaxy, so now we just have to blow up this place and just get out here and cut our losses. If you can believe it, the X-Men have it. Every, every comic book has something like that, where they tell these secret society people. Okay, so what that told me was, since this comic book started off with 9-11 imagery, there was a lot of 9-11 imagery here, and they have an idea of a secret, somebody who looks like you being evil, that told me there was just a metaphor for Islamophobia, that Muslims are hiding amongst us, and they could be terrorists at any time, and start killing people, and there's or really really uncomfortable scene suddenly when you, you just have like an office building and people are doing work in the office building and Black Widow and Hawkeye come rolling in and start killing everybody. It was no setup to it so I thought they were just murdering people not murdering aliens and then buildings were exploding and it wasn't until at the end of that that I learned that they were killing uh, they were killing secret aliens because they didn't even mention secret aliens until that point. I thought they were just murdering people like, like oh my god these are heroes why are they murdering people at a workplace and it's like the buildings explode there's more 9-11 imagery I don't want flashbacks of 9-11 when I'm reading a comic book. This concludes Chuck Columbo's, uh conspiracy version in the comic books here. I will also <laughs> <laughs> I will just say that. And another thing. I, I will, oh go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you vent because yeah, you know this is usually my point where I vent about these horrible comic books. Okay, well, but, okay. Go ahead, so go ahead. These, like I said, this is supposed to be escapism, right? So someone who is, I guess, suffering from uh, domestic violence, right? Because the wasp is being beat up by Ant Man. Ant Man's a complete jerk in this. So Ant Man in this is not the nice Michael, uh, Michael Douglas in the movie. It's the Michael Douglas from Basic Instincts who right. will beat the shit out of you and rape you. The wasp gets beaten up and then she is stripped naked. And she is tiny inside of a bottle. And they do, like, really odd Austin Power poses to make sure that no diddly bits are shown. And she's carried around by the evil bad guy, which is looking at her. He's like, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> Un- 
uncomfortable. I want like like in the movies, like oh we're gonna get them or like Witty Banner and then them saving the day and okay so, Winter Soldier, right? Winter Soldier was whoa, serious. Whoa, 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 hold on a second. So you're telling me? I'm that, telling you that these comic books are not allowed to go there to be dark and to be crazy at times. You, you don't you don't believe in that? It just didn't feel right. Yeah. Okay. So Winter. So we I'm have saying, to be, So you're saying that all comics should be like Archie comics. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They, they can't. They can't come in. Let me ask you a question. Hansel and Gretel go to get lost in the woods, breadcrumbs. We know the story. They get to the the old witch's house. It's made out of candy. Yeah. Okay. They're eating the candy because they're hungry or whatever. Lady straight pedophile. She wants to eat the little boy. She makes the girl, you know, do the oven or whatever, and she's fat trying to fatten him up. Remember that? All fatten him up. And he had these old bones you give it to him because you couldn't see well. And he's, oh, you're still thin. You're still thin. You're not fat enough. She wanted to put them in the oven, roast them, and eat them. Doesn't that sound disturbing to you at all? Uh, I can't tell you something that's even more disturbing. Okay. 30 years later, after they escaped, they started hunting witches. Mm-hmm. And they get the, the befriended a, uh, a giant troll to hunt down the, the coven of witches. And that movie came out a couple of years ago called Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Yeah. All right. And that was a terrible movie. Okay. <laughs> That's just a horrifying thing. So. No, no. Okay. What I'm saying is that I really wasn't expecting it from Marvel. What? So and, you're and telling, it, it you're telling me that older generations can't have. Maybe because it was all explained in volume one and I missed it. And I was in volume two with all this 9-11 stuff happening with 9-11 flashbacks. Okay. So your, your agenda is this anti-9-11 thing in the comic books. Although. I think I think the dialogue is good for these things. I think sometimes we have yeah, to. It was okay. It's still fresh in a lot of people's minds, especially yeah. if you're from up there in the area and saw a lot of things. I'm going to say this. I like dialogue. I like the fact that they delved into it. I like the fact that um, we were able to see a different side of superheroes. Okay. Their vulnerable side. I thought it was very well done. I thought that uh, graphically, it was a really good comic book graphically wise. Oh, and like artist, the artist, yeah. yeah. Uh, the oh. entire thing was. Oh great. wait, wait, time great out. Looking. We have a chuck. We have a chuck appreciation portion of the show here. Well, Go ahead. the reason why I don't really talk about the artist, the artwork, and any of these things, because it's, it's always better than what I can do. It's better. Than like, I can even do, the, I can do even it. the bad ones, they have good artwork listen, most of the time. Listen, compared to this Machine Boy, this comic book, compared to your what was the other one? Dog? Uh, the Nymph Man and Nymph the Man. Fly. Come on, man. This stuff was off the chain. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really well drawn. It was, like, it was well drawn. It was beautiful. It was like, like everything you ever wanted in a comic book. You got it. You got yeah. multiple heroes. And it's very you lucky. You got a plot. You had a storyline. You had suspense. You had comedy. You had everything that you wanted. And at the end of the book, did it make you want to read more? No, storyline was over. Now you hear the hater side. I'm not on the hater side. Okay, hater. Before I go on the hater side, I thought it was extraordinarily lucky that Disney was able to find uh, Sam Jackson, who looks exactly like Nick Fury. It was all a plan. It was all a plan. I, if you ask me, it was all a plan because this is these books came out way before the concept. Yeah, of like Avengers Nick Fury has been out. around for sixty years, and it's amazing. Like sixty years ago, they drew Nick Fury as uh, as uh, Sam Jackson, and you know Sam Jackson seemed to be born and be cast in that movie. No. No? These ultimate comic books are millennial comic books. The old uh, Nick Fury was always a white dude with the eye patch. <laughs> he was white? Yeah, he was why white was with eye patch. So he always was. That's why you have people like David Hasselhoff playing him in the movies. And a believable Nick Fury at that. The issue was, when they created the Ultimates, they wanted to not to whitewash all the characters or whatever. Came up with a guy looks just like Sam Jackson. Because you know Sam Jackson likes to curse. 
Yeah. Badass dude. Makes sense. So then suddenly Marvel is pitching Avengers and, it's, and Sam Jackson's like, oh my God, I'm in a comic book. Yeah, I want to do it. Now you can't think of anybody else who is, who is Nick Fury but Sam Jackson. Okay, so with this reboot with the Marvel Universe, they call these guys the Ultimates, but the Ultimates are just the Avengers. Yes. So they're one and the same team. Why even change the name? Why you not just Ultimate say... Ultimate Avengers, you had Ultimate X-Men, you had Ultimate Spider-Man, you had Ultimate, a lot of Fantastic Four, there was so, a lot all of... Alright, so there is an Ultimate Avengers a, and a, the Ultimates. It's a completely different universe from yeah. the universe that the main Marvel And movie. in this Ultimate Universe, there's the Ultimate Avengers and the Ultimates. Yes. What's the difference between the two? The Ultimate and Ultimate Avengers are two different Earths, so they have different... The Ultimates are more of a modern story. A more modern-looking story. So the Ultimates are still part of the Ultimate Universe, but they're not the Ultimate Avengers. Well, not anymore. Since the uh, Secret Wars happened, now everybody's on the same planet. What? Oh, yeah. Okay, so there's a secret war. Other than the secret war in this comic book where there were secret aliens, so there's even a secret war that nobody knew about but made everyone on the same planet. In the 80s, the comic Marvel came out with a book called Secret Wars where they took a bunch of superheroes and a bunch of villains, put them on a world called Battle World, and they duped it out. <laughs> no, and they brought them back like a few days later. Spider-Man got the Venoms, the Venom costume from that first planet. Okay. Now this time... There was a series of books that happened where uh, the uh, the universes were impl- the other uh, realms were imploding, alternate universes were all imploding, and so this one entity took all different parts of different worlds from all the different universes, put together, made one big world, and Doctor Doom ran it, and you had the Ultimate Avengers, you had the regular Avengers, you had Old Man Logan, you had regular Wolverine, you had a whole bunch of people, and they all duked it out. Some people lived, some people died, and then they made. Marvel made a completely new universe in 2016 with the remaining players. So there's a lot of characters that are no longer here. A lot of characters that are a lot of it was marketing because if Marvel wants to get all of their comic book, the comic book uh, heroes back in the fold. Um, so you see, like every year, oh, we got Blade now, or we got this person, we got that person, um, because like for instance, Fox has a Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four movie flop. Who knows? Now Fox is like, man, we spent $200 million. All we got was like was like $70 million off of this movie. We can't do another movie. Maybe we should just sell the rights back to Marvel. Marvel will probably end up getting them back, taking it, and using it for Infinity Wars. But that's that's here nor there. Okay, um, I'm really confused at how Ant-Man and Wobbs could change sizes without their suits. Um, Pym Particles. I mean, you have to have a suit on in particles. Oh, in the movie you had to have the particles. Well, this is, I mean, a, different, this is a different alternate universe. So they can just grow? So why... They were probably injected with the pink particles so they can uh, Why do they ever wear the suit? Why not? Um, okay, and the Wops had wings when she's tiny, but when she was big she didn't have wings? They always, she always grows the wings. When she, she grows wings when she's bigger? I didn't see the wings when she was bigger. The, the cartoons and the comic books, she grows the wings when she gets bigger. She doesn't walk around with wings okay. everywhere. Alright, I don't, I don't mind characters being challenged. Yes. And I don't mind uh, dark themes. I yes. don't mind metaphors. Okay. I just didn't know what I was supposed to get out of this. Okay, so perfect example is, you know, uh, I mentioned earlier Winter Soldier. All right, that was about surveillance and uh, lack of privacy. Captain America, he was all against it. And there was a bunch of goofy things like giant ships exploding and there was a, some guy's consciousness in a 1970s computer, which was silly. Okay. It's comic booky, but I got it. It's about surveillance. This one just made me feel uncomfortable because it's about Islamophobia and against Muslims. I wouldn't say a lot Islamophobia. I mean, they had I, aliens. I, I saw the would... the aliens as a stand-in for secret terrorists that are around you because this came out in two thousand two. Bush was around. 
And Bush is in the comic, and th that was a lot of things like, oh, who's terrorist? Who gotta be American? So I thought this comic book was a reaction to that. You gotta find out who the Muslims are, and that made me feel uncomfortable. I thought in inherently it was generations and generations of bad people, like the Nazis. You and know, characters like being challenged. Do you mean like personally challenged or physically challenged? I think it's a little bit of both. Okay, so what was the challenge to Captain America? He didn't really have much of an obstacle other than he had to punch these guys in the face. Well, he had a lot of obstacles. First, he was trying to be chivalrous as to Wasp, trying to, trying, to, trying to stick up for her and beat up Ant-Man for all the things that he did to her. You know, so that the, the punch of Ant-Man grew and he punched him in the jaw. Yeah, the, the Ant-Man right. wasn't the size of an ant anymore. She didn't want to be rescued. Which is a topic that a lot of battered people have. Some people want to stay in the abuse and some people don't. Yeah, but it doesn't say anything about domestic violence. That's just that she was domestically abused. Yeah, um, but they and, said and, it like, was there's no like, introspection about her possible relationships with anybody else. Yeah. Th there was, it was, wasn't it was, much. It was enough. It was enough. It was enough. It was enough. To, but come on, man. Like, Compared to like, Machine Boy, it was enough information in that comic book to be like, yeah. I didn't like Machine Boy. You liked Machine Boy. I didn't like Machine Boy. <laughs> or Instant Man. I, I hate it, man. See? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Oh, this is like, it, it had no comment about uh, domestic violence, and like the only internal conflict was uh, David Banner and, and like his guilt with eating all those people. But then he becomes a Hulk again. He eats aliens this time around, and he still has guilt. There's no type of resolution at the end of the story of him going Imagine through... You know, something it else did, it or something on, new. It didn't touch on whether or not, like, after he changes back to a regular guy, if he, like, had to throw up all that stuff that he ate. No, like, his assistant outside of his cell just wants to do him, which I found really weird. Like, all That's the Betty. female characters. That's Betty. That's who's Betty. Betty was his wife in the comic books. Betty Ross. She's oh, Liv Tyler in the movie. Yes. <laughs> in a horrible movie, yes. So Liv Tyler in the movie, she just like, oh, I don't care, you ate people, I want I want to kiss you so I can have some taste of alien blood in my mouth. Yeah. Because he said I can still taste alien blood, and she's like, ooh, that's my fetish. Yeah. Alien blood. Yeah. Oh, and then Black Widow was... Think, think, of, think, of, think of the idea of the Avengers is not what you see in the movie theater or in the old comic books. They're ragtag people of a really bunch of weird, um, alpha-dominant people who are just out there. Was it established in Volume 1 that she was Betty? Yeah. Why didn't you give me Volume 1? No, man. Volume 2 is where it's at, man. I, I can't I can't just give you the origin stuff, because he'd be like, the origin stuff was good, but I'm just... It's, it's a thing. Like, Iron Man was still the same as the movies, except for he sleeps with Black Widow. Black Widow had this really strange, humorous speech about how they did it in the did restaurant. Did Iron Man really do Black Widow? She said he did, and the in the comic, there was a speech of her when Iron Man looks like he's about to sacrifice himself with his giant planet-killing bomb. She's like, oh, I will always remember the time we had in the bathroom. That's an implication that they did it really fast. They had a don't quickie think, in the bathroom. Don't you think that's weird? That they had a quickie in the bathroom? No, that she would say that. She's like, Yeah, that, that is the, weird. It's, it's almost as quirky as, oh, I want to taste alien blood on your lips. It's the same thing. It just seems really... You know what I'm saying? It's the same sexist. thing. Like, uh, that's uh, all they're there for is just sex. They're all... But... It's it's most of these comic books are made by men. It's going to be from a men's perspective. It's not going to have a complete female perspective. There's going to be a lot of things. Well, I don't mean like a like a female's perspective, but it's just like they're not complete characters. I well, mean, it's like Wasp well, was just there to get beaten up. Black Widow 
is to look good and to shoot people and then, I guess, sleep with everybody. Let me ask you a question. Benny how Ross many, doesn't do any science. How many characters, first or second issues, are complete characters? No, this is volume two. This is volume two. It should be like, it, I don't know how many issues are in a, in a volume. It's supposed to be. It's, it's volume two. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, well, I thought there's like, not that like a beginning of an entire universe. I thought it was just like one storyline. No. Uh, that's a, connected to all the other storylines. No. So just, no. No? No. Okay, so how am I supposed to know that there's more than just what's in the storyline? Because it's a better comic book than the other one. That's why. <laughs> Who's the Evan? main character of the Ultimates? Uh, the main character. Like the is one, the any of the Ultimates. Any of the Ultimates. You got Hawkeye. You got you got. Because in Fury, most stories, it's usually Captain America. You got Hulk. Those are the main characters. All the superheroes are like the main characters. Okay, but I could tell you, like, in Star Wars Force Awakens, the main character is Rey. And we have all these other characters who are on her side. Finn was the main character. The main character is Rey. Finn. It's her, her story. But Finn was in it longer than she was. Okay, listen. This, so is, not you, a, this is not this a discussion is a, about is a, Star this Wars. This is a journey of Finn, okay? First of all, <laughs> everybody else was supporting characters. I think it was Rey and Finn in that movie. And, and everybody else was supporting characters. But you take away the importance focused. of Finn. It's focused. We know what their flaws are. Uh, Finn, if we add Finn into this. Do uh, we really know what their flaws are? Yeah, in the movie, we know what their flaws She's are. She's still growing into her character. No, uh, her character arc in this one is that she doesn't... Did you know who Luke Skywalker to, was from the first movie? Yes. Four? Yes. You knew everything about Not him. everything, but I knew enough for him to experience an arc. He's still grew. The arc of the first Star Wars movie with Luke Skywalker is that Luke Skywalker needed to have more faith in himself than in technology. Which is why at the end of the movie, he listens to Obi-Wan Kenobi and turns off the targeting computer. That is an arc. Before, he was all about technology. At the end, he's about faith. What about Han Solo? Han Solo, his arc was that he's out for himself, and at the end of it, he's selfless. Really? Yeah, he saved Luke and saved the Rebellion. He could have easily just went to hyperspace and paid off Jabba. Did his character remain the same for three movies? No. Why? I mean, like, he was still a scandal, but he evolved He's and he still, fell in love with exactly. Princess Leia. Exactly, so you're not going to get the full character off of one movie. But in that one chapter, we have an arc. You see change, but you don't, you see a What little, change see, happened in the Ultimates? You see change and growth. There are characters that change and growth uh, grew off of that, off of that first um, Okay, uh, okay, it's from Wap, Captain Wap's America, point of view. For one, okay, what, what, what was Captain America's Captain growth? Captain America was ready to be knight in shining armor, rush into to, to Janet's aid because she was getting beat up by Ant-Man. So, he learned from that whole situation. He did beat him up. But then, you know, he regret, you know, he's like, okay. She told him, I don't need you fighting my battles for me. Okay, that's growth. He's gonna change. And what at the end of the story when they blew up the aliens did that have to do with Look, how much, look how much punishment Captain America took. I don't think Nth-Man would have been able to do what Captain America I don't give a crap on Nth-Man. Yes, you do. You know you do. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if I walk up to, to uh, Chuck's desk right now, he has he has an Nth Man statue on his desk. That is a statue with, with of Christopher art, Lambert, which I told you it looks art, exactly like autograph. him. I'm telling you right That's now. That's Christopher Lambert. It's, it's Nth Man, dude. It's Christopher oh, Lambert. He's the weirdest dude because he's got Nth Man on his, at his desk. That's all I'm saying. True story. You might see a picture on the blog somewhere. Spreading lies. There's true. no lie. No Ant-Man statue. I promise you, I will get a picture. You're trying you to distract the audience from the, the... Let the audience from decide, From the vapid bro. nature of your let Ultimates comic book. Let the audience decide, okay? So, I've, I've never heard so much hatred towards a comic book in my life here. Listen, it's not really hatred. I just didn't it's enjoy just... it. I Okay, I've been hearing all my life since, like, when all these movies keep coming out. 
that the comic books are better. I finally read the comic books, and I seriously believe the movies are better. I think the comic books are better. Comic books are always better. Marvel writes really good stories, and then they're adapted to movies. So the, 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 the true head Marvel junkies look at these movies and go, they got this right, they got that right, they got that right, oh, they missed this, but they got that right, oh, they missed that. I guess you could do it, you could turn it this way. But we're always going, you're never going to get the purity as you would in a comic book. You're never going to get the all-star cast as you would in the comic book. We, we all wishing that we could see Infinity Wars with all the heroes that are actually in the comic book Infinity Wars, but we're not going to get that because a lot of people under contract and blah, 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 a lot of different things. So the comic books are pure. The comic books spend more time on arcs to, to build characters, to develop them. You're getting two hours worth of your character development on a screen. Damn, Come that on. character needs to have an arc. Tony That's Stark, how movies Tony work. Tony Stark was not the same Iron Man, but Iron Man 3 as he was in Iron Man 1. He's not the same Iron Man in Avengers 2 as he was in Iron Man 1. He's not going to be the same Tony Stark. He's going to be a, a, a more, less funny Tony Stark in this Civil War. Because he's had agree. different arcs. He, His he character had one is evolving arc. and Yeah, growing. I know it's evolving, but it evolved a little bit in one story, and we could tell the difference between the beginning and the end of that story, and the next story we could tell the difference between the beginning and the end. I couldn't tell the difference between the beginning and the end of any of these stories. I mean, like, David Banner, he's still guilty, and he feels guilty at the end. Captain America is still chivalrous, he just knows not to be chivalrous around someone who experienced... Domestic violence is not a character change. Look, That's just out of courtesy. Hawkeye is still Hawkeye. Black woman is a, uh, Black Widow is a still Black Widow. Nothing changed about her. The only thing I guess really changed is Nick Fury, who now under who now takes you know Thor for um, you know, he now believes Thor. Yeah. And now he knows that he should believe whatever any of these people talked about. Thor but, opened up a portal, and everybody was like, oh my god, how are you making this portal I know, happen? but Nick Fury wasn't the central character of the story. He's not supposed to be the central character of the story. But he's we had to have a central character to the story. He's not even a central character in the comic books, except for one little measly few scenes in Captain America. I was like, really? The Winter Soldier, that's, that's it. That's all you get. He's a, he's a supporting character at best. He had, his, he, had, he had a run of his own comic book, but it's like more like a double Seven type of thing. It's black. I like Double Seven. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> but I'm not gonna talk about Double Seven. This guy. Well, I think we can agree that it was a great comic book. It was a really well drawn comic book. Wow, the hateration. I've read this book like five or six times already, and I love it. And I don't know. I mean, I really hope the people who did the coloring, the shading, and the artwork. Have plenty of jobs and they work forever. Are you guys hearing the hatred? Are you hearing the hatred? Right it's now? focused. It's hatred. It's focused. It's like, it's like Darth Maul hatred right now. I don't get it, but I don't know. So I, I think it was, I think it was very well done. I would highly recommend it to y'all. Check it. Pick out Ultimus Volume Two uh, now in in your Barnes and Nobles and comic book stores everywhere. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add at the end of this? So. Uh, if you're like me, you may have to read Volume One. Shout out. Yeah, ex my point, people, it makes you curious as to what happens in Volume 1. But I'm not interested in Volume 3. I'm not interested in Nth Man 2. Neither am I. Why do you keep bringing up Nth Man? I'd rather read Machine Boy with my with toothpicks in my eyes than to read Nth Man, but I'm going to leave that alone. Anyway, um, so we'd like to thank you guys for uh, the special episode. For the special <laughs> episode. Uh, couldn't have done it without you. And so we're going to sign off now. 
Any last words for the fans? Nope. Oh, wow. Man, yeah, you, man of many words. Yeah, you guys have a good time. I hope you enjoyed it. Peace. Peace.